When Allah tells us about different uh, different glimpses of paradise, the idea, one of the ideas is for us to reflect upon those different things when we come across them in this life as a reminder of the next life. So when Allah describes how in Jannah there are these amazing pomegranates, one of the reasons for that is so when we see pomegranates now, it's not just, this is an amazing pomegranate, this looks super delicious and, and you know, it's time to chow down. It's much more than that when a person looks at that very same pomegranate with lenses of Iman, with lenses of Qur'an. All of a sudden it's not just this amazing delicious fruit that's immediately and tangibly in front of you. It also becomes a reminder that as delicious and amazing as this is, I wonder what it's going to be like in Jannah. I wonder what the pomegranates are like in Jannah. So it becomes much more than that. So Allah gives us a, a, a tiny taste in this life, and then Allah connects it to the greater goal of ending up in Jannah, of Allah being uh, pleased with us. And we ask Allah for that, Amir Rabbil Alameen. One of these examples is, uh, is in Surah Saf, when Allah talks about, it's very interesting in this particular ayah, especially when you compare it with other ayahs in the Qur'an. For example, at the end of, of uh, Surah Tahrim, you find the specific dua from uh, Sayyidah Asiya, radiallahu anha, the wife of Fir'aun. So Fir'aun was horrible, but then she was absolutely amazing. And you find her making this dua, Rabbi binili indaka baytan fil jannah. Right, so she specifically asks for a bait. That specific word is used. In Surah Saf, when, when Allah is describing this transaction, because Allah, Allah knows us, Allah created us, and Allah knows how we are. So Allah begins this passage by talking about a transaction. Allah is inviting us to do business with Him. Allah is saying there's this trade, if you take advantage of it, right, and if you struggle for my sake, it's, it's, it's difficult for us, but there's this huge reward that's far greater than the struggle, however much struggle there may be. And part of that reward, when describing it, Allah uses the specific term, وَمَسَاكِنَ طَيِّبَةً فِي جَنَّةِ عَدْنِ ذَلِكَ الْفَوْزِ الْعَظِيمِ Regarding the, the, the residences, the homes that, that people end up having in Jannah, here Allah uses a very specific word. It doesn't just mean home. It doesn't just mean house, right? But a home, a house that is filled with sakina, meskan, sakina with tranquility. In this life, someone may have a huge mansion, but there's absolute misery inside. That's not that's not the 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 the, the image that Allah is giving us. Allah is telling us in Jannah you get this amazing palace, you get this, that, and the other. It's not just that it's a palace, a mansion, this beautiful home, this beautiful house, but it's also going to be filled with peace and tranquility. So from the outside it's amazing, but then more importantly, inwardly it's amazing. And one of the reasons Allah gives us this description is to, to, to paint a picture for us so we can try, within our limited capacity, to try to emulate that in this life. What can I do to bring peace and happiness to my home? What can I do to make whoever else I'm living with, what can I do to offer more tranquility for them? Because Allah describes when, when, when Allah talks about marriage in Surah Al-Rum, right? Allah talks about it in a way, it's supposed to inspire us and motivate us that, you know what, we, we want to try our best to make this happen. We want to be, it's not just I want to receive mercy, I need to give mercy. And I need to give mercy first before I expect it 
in return. We ask Allah for that in this life and the next. We ask Allah for happy homes in this life and the next. We ask Allah to help all of us and to fill all of our homes and our hearts with peace and tranquility. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.